Welcome to Cut the BS, a podcast that talks about BS, not about bull excrement, but about the world and the BS you deal with every day. Welcome to episode 13 of Cut the BS. Only four tonight. Somebody decided a vacation was more important than entertaining you across multiple platforms. So it's Doug and Brett, Drew and Steve tonight, and someone who will remain nameless is looking for a life partner somewhere at a beach near you. I don't, any photos we saw tonight, no mask. Did anybody see him wearing a mask tonight? Nope, no mask. Nope. nope. Okay, well. Two-week quarantine for him when he gets back then. That's how it works. So uh, thank you to Ouroboros for our music. And uh, we have uh, big surprises coming throughout the summer where more music is on its way. So stay tuned for that. And uh, Drew, why don't you just tell everybody, remind everybody what all the platforms are. We are going over Symmetrics the other night. So you might as well remind people where all you can hear Cut the BS. Yeah. Um, so you can hear us on Spotify. Here's on Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, Breaker. You can go on Anchor. Um, you can also go on our Twitter page, uh, Cut the BS One. You can also go on our Facebook page, just Cut the BS. We also have an Instagram too, uh, just Cut the BS One. So give us a follow, give us a like, give us a five star review. And we are working on uh, giving you some more stuff, more content. Uh, not for children, not for the young at heart. Uh, we'll have more details on that as we get closer to going behind the paywall in our post-game shows, and they are not for the faint at heart. As Doug can experience each and every week after the show, he gets a beating. Am I right? Yes, sir. You are correct, sir. And it, leading the charge is usually Brett Butterworth. Brett, how did the ball game go tonight? Losers. Losers. 10-6, I think. 10-6, it ended up. Losers. Losers. Who did you lose lose to, by the way? Milesburg. Everybody dance. Everybody dance but Brett. (laughs) Yeah, and we're talking about a Little League game. How old old are these guys? 9-10, but we only had six kids. Yeah, yeah. How many? Six. Six. So nine and ten-year-olds with six kids. You well, know, we, we, called up, we called up three, uh, three seven- and eight-year-olds Yeah, from the coach pitch league, the, the ones that are, you know, more developed uh, that we thought were ready for that. And there was, there was a, they were nervous. They were very nervous. Sure. Um, not that, like, I, I try to tell them, these kids aren't at that level. They're not throwing that hard. Like, I throw as hard or harder when I'm just pitching batting practice. And – Let's be honest, they have just as good a chance of getting hit by me than they do a nine or a ten year old kid, but they're still scared. I've hit I, I've hit more than got hit tonight. I've hit more in practice than got hit tonight. I always thought that the goal for the coach, it was difficult on the coach 
in coach's pitch was to make sure you throw to where the kid was swinging the bat. I yeah, know when I them, that, I always made them, them, I always made them take two practice swings and then I aim for their bat. Like you're shooting darts. Like right. that when I'm when I'm at seven and eight practice with my youngest boy and I'm pitching, it's like I'm in a bar room throwing darts, you know. So my elbow oh just hurts to high hell when I'm done. Or the next morning when I wake yeah. up, because I'm, I'm that's up. what the pain's from. Yeah, okay. Now, Doug, being a left-hander, did we ever called on to do coaches' pitch back in the day when Mister Vacation played in uh, seven and eights? Not too often. Not too often. I, I'll be honest with you. I can't throw strikes, so you don't want me in there. But I think I'll be honest with you. You're hitting kids in ba- in practice. That's good. Because then when in the game, I mean, they really I, I like, be. I was talking with one of the other guys that's uh, that helps coach tonight, and I was telling you know we were talking. I'm like, I, it was common practice back when I was young. Like you hit a kid, like first inning, you go up there and drill him because then everybody is just scared shitless. You know, you peg him, go up there, hit him in the back. You know, then the next guy's like, oh shit, oh no. Not me. Imagine being nine years old and having Doug Woomer hit you in the middle of the back. Yeah, I was not – well, it was nine through 12 when I played, and uh, <laughs> it was intimidating. A nine-year-old – me as a nine-year-old, I got hit by uh, Brad Young. Uh, he was a 12-year-old. I was a nine-year-old. I got hit right in the knee, and it was it was awful. It, it was two or three games till I really – thought about getting back in that box you know well I mean I, I had to because my dad's standing there with the, you know you get in there and you don't strike out looking or you're not eating dinner tonight one of them right hey nothing wrong with that <laughs> I I hit two kids back to back in a little league game and I was booed um because the the second person I hit was a girl and I hit her right <laughs> in the middle hey when she stepped on that field she became a ball player there is no boys or girls there's ball players well, the first the first guy was a, a lefty, and he, he was crowding the plate with that front knee, and he dropped uh, when I hit him square in the side of the knee, and then the next pitch was was uh, in the middle of the back to the next person, and then I and my coach came out to talk to me as I was being booed, and um, and, and then I struck out the next uh, three batters. I know Drew's running this, but I got who was your little league coach? Uh, Rhonda Hass was my little. Oh, that's coach. right. I knew, I knew, I knew the answer, but I couldn't remember. You were mid-state and bank, right? We were, we were mid-state. Uh, I moved here when I was eleven, so my first year, Ron was our manager. We lost every game we played that year, and then the next year, uh, John Davis helped also. Right. John yes. Helped. And see, we had Steve Williams help. Um, Ken Williams. You know, Steve Williams is on the team, and then, then we expanded. That was the year that Milesburg Little League went to seven teams. Right, because they took over Robinson Lumber. That's who I played yes. for. Yes. So we lost We lost Steve Williams. We lost John Williams um, from 11 to 12. But um, so Ike and, uh, and Ken Williams were the two coaches for Robinson's Lumber. But uh, our second, my 12-year-old 12, my 12 year, we won five games, and I was the winning pitcher in four of the five games. They call you Nolan Ryan, baby. No, they made fun of us because, number one, we had orange uniforms, which were horrible. And I, of course, were number 13 because it was the biggest jersey and pants that they had. 
<laughs> it went two to 13. You know, I mean, you know, you just went up in, in age. Um, yeah, there's a really cool um, photo of the year I was uh, 11 on, on the team. And uh, we have a, one of our regular listeners, uh, and she knows who she is. I like to play a game uh, with her called Find the Her Husband's in this picture and Steve Miller. It's sort of a fun game, and, and, and she, she likes that every now and then just for fun. Because that's that I am. Plural? Did you say husbands? Yes, yeah. Two, both of her husbands played on the same Little League team, which is always encouraging. And she'll love this when, we, when she hears about it when we post it. But that's not why we're doing the show this week. We're doing the show this week because Drew has come up with another game, another mind-bending discussion. And uh, we'll let Drew turn uh, – I'll turn it over to you, Drew. I drink my pink lemonade straight, by the way. There's nothing in here. It's sugar-free pink lemonade because I just don't have any any energy to drink tonight. Are you trying to quit? No, it's just tonight. Well, two out of the three of us are drinking tonight. I know. My mother-in-law is spending the night here for work. Oh, yeah. She's not here yet. They went out to eat after the ball game, so I've got to – I've got to take my antibiotics, so I'm prepared for that. I'm, I'm into it. She might put you under the table. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Drew, before, before, we have to, before you have to edit Doug so quick in the show this week, oh, uh, what, what are we there was no doing? edits last week. Was there, Drew? Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a of little who, bit. me? Yes, for, for your own benefit, by the way. For me? Yeah, I don't know. Not let's just go on. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that post game. All right. Yeah, because okay. Uh, all right, let's start with. Well, let's see. I talked about this one last time. We didn't get into it, but I just mentioned it to everybody. What would be the worst buy one get one free sale of all time? Now I have a few. If I you guys want me to get the ball rolling, I have a few. Um. Okay. I said any Jim Carrey movie because let's face it, not funny. You didn't like Jim Carrey, and uh, what's the one where he lies? The only one I like actually is Liar Liar. Yeah, good. that's a good. I, like. okay. I think Ace Ventura is stupid. I think Dumb and Dumber is stupid. Me, myself, and Irene, not even close to funny. Oh, see, I did chocolate. Me, myself, and Irene. Um. I put, <laughs> I put colonoscopy on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to sound – this is going to sound weird. I actually enjoyed my colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> so you would benefit from the buy one, get one free sale. Yeah, I love – I love – Seven pounds. Yeah, but I love, like, the first 30 the seconds of the colonoscopy. No. What, Brett? The first thirty seconds of propofol, I love it. <laughs> then I don't, I don't remember shit after that. But the first thirty seconds, I love it. I when they woke me up after the procedure, uh, your sister picked me up, Drew, mm-hmm. and really had a great time laughing at me because she got to see Daddy buzzed, and you know how much fun that is when Daddy's buzzed. Um, I got, I got one for you. All right, hold on. I want to, I want to say all mine and then. Okay. Let you guys go. All right. The next one I have is a prostate exam. (laughs) Kind of like the same concept. 
Well, it is the same concept, but I mean, let's. Some men are really into that. No, I'm. I'm. I've never done it. I haven't gotten that done either. I've. Well, guess. Guess what, son? You're gonna have to. Yeah, make sure your doctor has little hands. No, it's a male erogenous zone, right? The prostate. Yeah, no. that's what I hear. No, it's it's not an erogenous zone at all. I think what it is, a lot of people what it is, is a humiliating way to ruin a pair of underwear when you go See, to the doctor. That's what it is. You guys have me so paranoid. I have so many things I want to say right now. I'm just like, nope, can't say it. All right. And then my last one, I put a Nickelback CD. But if it's buy one, get one free, wouldn't that technically be a Dimeback CD? Oh, jeez. Um, no. Wow. You have too much time on your hands. What? No. If it's buy one, get one free, and it's a nickel back. I don't know. Okay, you're just thinking about it too much. It was just a little joke. I, I actually like some of the songs that Nickelback does. I'm, yeah, me too. They get, a bad, they get a bad rap. I know. The hits, I liked like their big hit. I liked their hits when I was uh, young, like early 20s. They had a couple of hits. I, I liked it. I don't. Everybody does get them, give them a bad rap because they're like mouth breathers and they're Canadians. Uh, I, I think that's why, because they're Canadian. Really? I think a lot of people blast them because they are, because they are uh, Canadian. But they're not far, far away is a great song. I, I just, I think we could probably find worse bands than Nickelback. Absolutely. Yeah. Like anything currently on a chart. Yes. Or anything uh, like that screaming at the top of your lungs rubbish. Dennis Miller used to do a bit years ago. Uh, and he used to do the stand-up stand special. And he talked about guys who buy suits at Kmart. So you can imagine how long ago that bit was. If he's talking about buying a suit at Kmart. And in his own Dennis Miller style, he goes, hey, babe. Two of shit is still shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of him, I saw a show he was doing last night on this RT channel. Is it called RT? Did you ever hear of it? No. We, we uh, have, isn't, we that have podcast. isn't that What's the that? thing? What'd you say? I can't understand what he said. Right, what did you say? O'Reilly's new, new uh, platform, RT. Isn't that... Oh, I don't know. I just found this channel. I saw it said his name. So I'm like, oh, I want to watch this because I love Dennis Miller. And he was interviewing Ed Asner, who looked like he was older than he is. Years. He is. But he was hilarious. And it's a non uh, oh, right there. It is RT channel. Um, is it un is it an unedited? Uh, yeah. Career? Yeah. It's not. It's an unedited thing. So I just I didn't know if you ever I never heard of it. And I. I don't see anything on here with uh, what's his name's name on it. So if he's on here, I don't know when Larry, Larry, Larry King's on it. Oh boy. Now, now you're talking two of anything that would be uh, two of the Omega XL uh, pills, pill bottles that Larry likes to sell. Yeah. You, well, know, uh, you know, I'm surprised he's still alive. He got away from Sean. That's what kept him alive. See, yeah, boy. You like the bagels. Mm, yeah. Uh, Duke's what, was, what was mine? Well, I was going over this last week with Mrs. Dyke, 
And it's funny, we both had the same one. Buy one, get one free caskets. No, see, I disagree with you there because I, I love my wife so much that we're going to live together until we die. Uh-huh. We're probably going to be like where the red fern grows. And we even have a red bone coon hound like, uh, like that. And I think uh, we might go out hand in hand. And if I can get free, caskets are expensive. And we, oh, all no yes, are. we are all going to die. We are, that's it. You get, you're born with a will to live and a guarantee of death. That's all you get in this world. So buy one, get one free caskets. Hey, I'm in on that. Well, I, I, I plan on being cremated and my children have been informed what to do with me, but that can be uh, taken care of with a nice uh, three pound can of Maxwell house. Uh, chock full of nuts or what, what was the, uh, in the big Lebowski, what the was big the big Lebowski? I think it was chock full of nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a Ralph's around? They they blew back in on it blew back in on me. Yeah, I hope. Uh, I, yeah. Dude, buy one, buy one, get one free caskets. That's that's genius, man. That's like getting that's like getting two jet skis. Which one is more useful for a longer period of time? Caskets. Yeah, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. No, I'm, I'm, buy one, I'm buy good. one, get one free. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what the medical procedure is. But losing uh, your foot, that would be a bad one, you know, where they cut your foot off and then, they, you know, later on they got to come chop the other one off kind of deal. Amputation. That's sort of a bad thing. Yeah. What about you? I got, I got uh, I, the doctor. This is a little rant I'm going to go off on here, but you'll, you'll see where I'm coming to on this whole thing. So it was time for me to renew my, one of my prescriptions for the BDs. And um, so, did, wait, whoa, 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 real quick. Did you buy it off a of Welford Brimley? I did not. Oh, shit. I did not because he, he only sells big game stuff. I'm taking generics. So, um, I get a text from the, uh, the drugstore, and I don't want to say which one it is, but it rhymes with bite bait. Okay. So, it rhymes with bite bait, but I don't want to tell you what, what uh, drugstore I use. And they send me a text saying, there's a problem with your prescription. Okay. So you go and try and call them and you get nothing except an answering machine. And they don't call you back. And then you have to wait till Monday to call your doctor. And you get the, I, I can assure you that, and I don't want to say which uh, medical group I go to, but it is named after one of the seven mountains that, is in Center County, near State College. One that okay. just left 250 people go. Yeah, that's maybe they could have one person just answer the phones in their Belfont location. I'm just saying. So anyway, I informed them that the drugstore let me know instead of letting them know that there was a problem when the doctor clicked on the box to renew my prescription. So the doctor sent me something else and I called about it. Well, it turns out, back to your buy one, get one free thing, Drew, I now have two different prescriptions for the same medicine, but you take it two different ways. And that is not a good buy one, get one free, because I actually paid for both. And one of them has me taken four pills a day, and the other one has me taken two pills a day. So now I got to complain about a drugstore that rhymes with bite bait, and about a uh, medical facility named after a seven mountain that has a famous lion that lived on it. 
So, okay. Princess, you dumbass, a princess. Oh, was it? I see. Now you gave it. Oh, Brett, you gave it away. Native American princess. I didn't. I just said Native American princess. People they have to, cha- have to change now. the name then because you can't name anything after a Native American. Okay, let's get that time frame, Drew. Uh, that's <laughs> 1926. <laughs> 1926. Oh, I said that. I, that's we, not wrong. We, we talked really? about Belfont last week. <laughs> What's wrong with what I just. <laughs> Okay, that's 1926. Not fair. That's that's where you need to go, Drew. 1926. Oh, so, uh, nothing wrong with that. We talked I, about Belfont changing their name last week. There's nothing wrong with that comment. And and for the record, oh, for the record, I remember that show. Uh, we were ahead of the curve, by the way. When my boy thought that we had a lousy show, we were ahead of the news in the news cycle for that show because of what we talked about. And the controversy, huge. And I love it that people in the next town over are fighting and crying. You know what would be a good, a bad buy one, get one free? A Red uh, Raider t-shirt. A Red Raider t-shirt. That would be a bad buy one, get one free. I My bad buy one, get one free is a bat in a Chinese wet market. <laughs> <laughs> I would think I would think the next uh, probably a month from now, that. the the next bad buy one get one free will be an autographed photo from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, that yeah. might be a bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. he's kind of falling off the love la- uh, love list. Well, after what he said today, you know, I wonder if anybody will take a knee for Dr. Fauci when they're not playing football this year because he said it's a bad idea. Are we keeping you awake, Doug? Sorry. Okay. No, they're playing football this year. They're playing football. Football is too, too, too it raises too much money. They're already taking a $30 billion hit or something for not letting people in. But that's neither here nor there. I say wet bat in a Chinese, or a, a bat, buy one, get one free, a bat in a Chinese wet market. That is the, probably the worst because that, that guy, patient zero, has wrecked the entire world. I hope he got buy one, get 20 free. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we can do any better than that in the worst buy one, get one free, Drew. No, I think that tops it. Of course, well, Brett. Brett, wins, Brett wins again. That's why he's the talent on the show. All right, what's next on your agenda, Drew? All right. What set of items could you buy together to make the cashier feel uncomfortable? <laughs> My first one. Condoms, a coloring book, and a princess backpack. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. I would do it for a funny, but yeah. Well, I, I don't think I, I don't. I think if you're gonna do these things, you don't go to the store. That's what Amazon's for. That's why Bezos is a trillionaire. You know, you're getting all that stuff shipped to you. Yeah. No, I I know I had a friend. Who was who was mentioned earlier in the show? And the night before she got married, uh, a couple of us went to the grocery store and bought her a lot of produce for her wedding night, along with a bottle of Crisco and some red licorice. And that made a lot of people wonder what was up with all that stuff. Well, you got to go with the. I I wouldn't. I'll be honest. I'm a 
I'm kind of a second twisted mind. I, I wouldn't think twice of that. If you wanted to set Crisco, red licorice, and some vegetables up there, I wouldn't have thought anything about it. But the classic is the rope shovel and a bag of lime, right? If you walk up. <laughs> See, now. That's actually, that's an excellent thing. Or if you can ask, like you get a tractor supply, if you get the shovel and the rope, and then you say, by the way, are there any pig farms nearby? <laughs> um, I was also thinking right over behind it. <laughs> I was also thinking uh, rat poison, a punch bowl, and some grape juice. Jim Jones special. Yeah, that's that's a little sick, Drew. Now that you are uh, ordained by some uh, email order church of some kind. <laughs> Uh, my last one I have, and this one's kind of more funny, I guess. Uh, extra strength X lax, brownie mix, and a camcorder. Well, that just seems like the wonderful thing to make on February the twenty-first for somebody's birthday the next day. If you ask me, I'm just saying. The Green Twins. No, I meant you. Yeah, I know who you meant. You can't you can't give X likes to a cop. I mean, come on. Wait, who did that really happen? What the X likes or the cops? The X likes. X. Oh yeah, that's been oh, that's been done many times before. Oh, I think somebody knew. Like at basketball camp one time, we snuck in and and smeared uh, Ben Gay all through my dad's uh, underwear, and of course we got caught. I mean that stuff stinks to high hell. Like he yes. Yeah. They, they, Dude, have you ever really seen someone put put it on though and not know? And, the, bag? and no. then the dumb shit runs into the shower. <laughs> I mean, that's just like <laughs> laugh. You do that now though, you'd get arrested. But oh my yeah. god. Doug, Doug, please say you were a minor when you watched this happen, okay? <laughs> yeah. I it, was if, in school. Gee whiz. Because if um, not, Drew, 2522. <laughs> Break yeah, that one down to 2522. There is uh, – We're just trying like, to save your pension, Dyke. When, <laughs> I will tell you that when you're in long sleeves, long pants, and you've got 60 pounds on your back, and you're walking 15 miles, and you're in Georgia in July, gold bond in your ass uh, crack. That, that coolness, that is, it's amazing. It's a, it's a feeling. I'll never forget that feeling from the summer of 2002 uh, with the old Ben Gay – uh, to keep from you don't want to get baboon ass in Georgia in the middle of oh. is that's that a medical is that a medical ass. term Brad by the way baboon ass that's what we call it a baboon ass I don't, okay I don't know. what did we what did the drill call that what did you say Doug I said <laughs> we called it swamp ass I one of we were a while back month or two back we were talking about most embarrassing moments and this this brought one up now that I'm talking about the uh, gold bond uh, down the britches just to keep do they give that to you or did you have to buy it yourself is that standard operation you got to buy it yourself you're allowed to have Ben or you're allowed to have gold bond um, and you were allowed to have bar soap but no shampoo um, so. I snuck in a pair of like compression shorts, you know, like, uh, like biker shorts or, you know, spandex, uh, 
Schwartz, because when we would be on those ruck marches, like they, they, they kept everything held together good. So I okay. bought it. Yeah, keep it, keep it up there. That's where I want it. It's, it's Georgia. And um, I'm I so thought, glad we're not doing Zoom live tonight for people. Because the three of you all making that claw thing with your hands <laughs> is making me a little sick. You have, you have, you have major, no bobbles. Major no League problems. Two. Yeah, Major League Two. <laughs> Sorry. You have no, you have no, no marbles. <laughs> yeah. So I got caught. We weren't allowed to have compression shorts. I got caught putting mine on one morning. Ooh. And, um, one of the most embarrassing things that can happen in the army is that the guy that uh, screws the pooch, he doesn't get punished. Everybody else does for letting him. Uh, so I had to stand on the desk in the front of the barracks in nothing but my compression shorts. <laughs> they smoked the shit out of my whole platoon. Just beat their balls off of those boys. And up on the table compression shorts. Had my had my uh, you know, finer moments, I guess. One of my finer moments. Which again, if it actually is good for you guys, you know, for those guys, why wouldn't they let you have it? No, it's all about breaking you down, Doug. Oh, okay. Now, humor now, now that you've told the story, Brett, I want to go back to the fact that you said that you could have bar soap, but not shampoo. So after everybody else was punished because of what you did. Were you then, of course, turned into Vincent D'Onofrio in Full Metal Jacket, and did everybody just come up and give you a towel party on your bunk? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I didn't. It wasn't anything like that because everybody got their turn, man. They found it for – they found something for, for everybody. There was a kid, actually, his name was Lepke, I remember. Uh, he was from Philadelphia, and he was going out – he was sneaking out in the dead-ass middle of night and going into Columbus, Georgia, and buying rolls of snuff. And he would bring them back. And the word got out, because word gets out, 17-, 18-year-old kids can't keep their shit together, can't keep their mouths shut, and was selling them for 40 bucks. And this kid was – he was one of the slicker kids in the, in the, <coughs> in the unit. And I no idea where he hit it. We all knew he did it. We all know he was swinging it for 40 bucks a can. I mean, that's pretty good <laughs> investment. They tore his shit apart. They took the bulb out of his flashlight. I mean, they ransacked his shit. Could not find that snuff. Is he, like the Richard Gere, is he like the Richard Gere character in An Officer and a Gentleman? No, a, not really. The kid who had to make his way. During yeah, drill, I guess, drill. kind of. But, th Doug, the only thing you have in basic training is money. That's it. You you spend – you don't spend a nickel. I mean, you're not get, – you're getting paid, you know, E1 to maybe E3 pay in basic training, but you don't spend a nickel. You can't. You don't have time. They don't let you go anywhere. You, you just come out of there with a nice little bankroll. I get that, but still, 40 bucks for a can of snuff. It's just, it's not even about wanting a pinch of snuff. It's like, it's about a little slice of what used to be. Like, okay. here's something. You know, it, it was just almost. So, in other words, you bought three cans. Nostalgic. I bought one can. Of <laughs> I did buy one. And uh, then I know that we were out on a patrol one night and uh, they sent up a flare. And when they sent the flare up, um, 
parachute flare and it those things light the whole shit in place up but when they sent the flare up uh the drill sergeant was standing right beside me and i had a big old rip of snuff in there but it was just i just felt like i can't look at him i got to use the shadow on my lip to hide this but it was the most amazing feeling in the world like my Graham once a month would send me the center daily times steve hates that paper it's a piece of shit but you know reading the words like State College, Penn State, Milesburg. It's just, it's just comfortable. It's comforting. Well, back then, it was still a paper. <laughs> yeah, 2002. Like, it was a big deal on Sunday when we got to go down and spend $1.50 for the USA Today, but we were only allowed to have one. I mean, you imagine kids passing around a newspaper? Like, you could have one per uh, uh, platoon. So, the, there's four USA Todays, and that was, oh, my God. It's amazing. See, I couldn't see that. I could more so see them passing around a nudie mag, but. Oh, no, you don't want to get caught with no nudie mag. <laughs> what happens then? Oh, they uh, they caught, I mean, back then, because it was still Polaroid era. I mean, there was no digital stuff, but they, they sifted the mail pretty damn good. And, you know, because lady friends were sending, you know, uh, like. Nice pictures. Yeah, nice photos. Nice photos. And they sifted those out pretty quick and they just got thrown out in the middle. Like they wouldn't let you get out of formation and go pick them up. They'd take those photos and just throw them out in the middle of the floor. Like, Oh, here's Prague Butterworth, you know, and they just throw the nudie out there in the middle. So you got it's a risk that you're willing to take. I mean, it's just a naked body, right? I didn't get any though. <laughs> What's next, Drew? Uh, let's see what we got. Something that annoys me, smart appliances. Like, why do we really need them? Like, for example, have you seen commercials for like new refrigerators that if you tap on the screen, it's like see-through, you tap on it, you can see what's in your fridge. Like, why do we even need that? It's rich. Oh, good, sorry. Energy efficient. You don't have to open the door and then make the electricity run for the, the pump to kick it on and cool it off. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm not there yet. I don't have one. It just seems like it's money because it seems like they would probably charge you even more for that. I like the refrigerator we have. It keeps the cold stuff cold, and it keeps the frozen stuff frozen most of the time. And uh, except, of course, when West Penn blows a transmitter in the uh, in the yard. And after uh, being uh, learning how addicted I am to a, a tower, uh, which I still haven't recovered from yet. I don't want any smart appliances because I've seen Maximum Overdrive. Horrible movie, but the premise still scares me to death. Well, I mean, people are willingly giving that sort their freedoms up. You know, Alexa. There is an Alexa. How many million homes have an Alexa in it? Just listening to your every conversation. Alexa, send me a loaf of bread. Alexa, send me some shit paper. Alexa, what's the answer to this? You did the is bitch all, turned on. Shut is, up! Is your Alexa still hooked up, Drew? Uh, no. I think we unplugged it when we, uh, yeah, I think it's just unplugged. I don't use it. Because it would be cool if it, it'd be cool if you could get it to say, Alexa, play cut the BS, and then boom, there we were. That would be pretty cool. Probably could, but I don't know. Like, now I'm going to have uh, toilet paper showing up here because she's just barking at me out there in the kitchen. I could hear that bitch. She's always listening. 
Why would you bring another woman into the house? I'm three rooms away and she's listening to me. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> yeah, I know how that is. Well, like, back yeah, to like, appliances, like, they also have fridges with, like, you can go on Twitter and you can go on, like, I don't know, Spotify or Apple Music, whatever it is. Like, they have the capability to play music. Like, why do we need that? Well, it's, it's smart homes. Lock and unlock your door with your cell phone. Uh, send a text to your washing machine to start or your washer or your dryer. It's getting, yeah. it's crazy. It's lazy. Do you know who no. this 10 years ago? Do you know who nailed it? Who? Disney Pixar, the movie WALL-E. No I, no, I believe Hanna-Barbera did that back in the 60s, and it was called The Jetsons. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, that's, that's a good one, Steve. I like that. I know. I like to sit back every now and then and then pounce when I have the opportunity. Yeah. But Wally had that nailed too. I mean, we're just all going to be 400 pounds riding around on a, on a hover, uh, you know, hover round scooter. And there's just machines to do everything. I'll tell you who's going to take a hit this year. No Grange Fair is going to stop sales this summer of rascal scooters across oh. the county. I can assure you of that. Oh my God. Well, not only that, RVs, tractors, tents. No, those canvas World War II tents, they're not, those, those have been reused for, what, 80, 90 years now? No, I, I'm, just, I'm just grateful that I have a, a week, and it your birthday would have been during the fair this year, wouldn't it, Drew? You always like to spend your birthday at the fair. Yeah, we not talked about it here. Not... Yeah, we talked about that here on an episode, but it was nice back in high school, but now, like, I haven't gone in, what, seven years, now eight. Now you're too cool for the fair. We're starting school early because of no fair. You've been off for six months. No, no, I'm just saying they moved back a week and, you know, starting earliest ever. We're actually going to, if things progress, hopefully the way it, Will and not having as many snow days because of kids having their laptops and stuff. They're going to graduate before Memorial Day. Good. Get them out as quick as possible. Get them into the workplace. That's what's important. Get these kids out there working, 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 because I'm worried about my Social Security because I'll be 65 in 10 years, and I want my money from the government. Now, they don't get – so when you get all this – on people getting all this unemployment, right, That they don't – pay social security right no that that does not go towards it and oh by the way you still owe taxes on that money uh next year not local but not local or school taxes right uh you know the you know the feds and that can that'll come as a mighty big shock to everybody hey speaking of this did you hear about ryan did no did did ryan tell you what happened ryan who two days ago mama d gets the mail and there's two checks that show up in Ryan Dyke's name from the uh, unemployment office. Yeah, you might want to might want to contact the authorities on that. Oh yeah, they she did. He's never applied for unemployment in his life. O- over ten thousand dollars worth of checks. It's a scam. Yeah, I know. So, but I would have tried it. <laughs> What'd you say? I would have tried it. Yeah, yeah. and then. And then somebody you love's got to be paying off debts down at the quality end, like we talked about post game last last week, Brett. Yeah, <laughs> we just want to talk. <laughs> we'll stop right there. Come on, Drew, give us your next round. <laughs> uh, last one here. 
Movies that change the plot if you change one letter in the title. Wedding Crashers. Okay, well... What are you changing it to? Yeah, what are you changing? I don't know. Uh, wedding Party. Betting, betting Crashers. Betting well, you have to change a letter that's already in the yeah, title. A letter, just one letter. Oh, one you changed word. one letter. I thought you changed one word. No, no one letter. One wow. letter, which changes the plot. I don't know. One. Yeah, I think I think betting crashers would be a great porno. Yeah. Ooh. Top none. <laughs> Go ahead, Doug. Top none. <laughs> which is which is ironic because I think Tom Tom Cruise grew up Catholic and then switched to Scientology. Speaking of a porno, pissed <laughs> well, off. I was actually really looking forward to Top Gun too. Like I'm not a huge go to the movies guys, but I was gonna go to watch that movie. Top Top None too. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one. Then there was another one last week when I read this, and I can't remember what I came up with. Well, uh, here I have one. The Big Lebowski. <laughs> Again, here we are with pornos. <laughs> I, it's probably the easiest one to do. Lebowski? Lebowski. I just meant in general, like if you're making a movie into a porn, it's probably the easiest one. The Big Lebowski, yeah. Well, now that, now that it is... Uh, Horror, the TV show, Jersey Whore. Now that, now that it's in the, uh, in the news so much, I thought it, instead of Gone with the Wind, either Gone with the Wine... And that could be like a, like a chick flick where they go to Napa, like sideways, and they all get trashed on wine. Or the way that we are currently in, this, in society, Gone with the Mind. I like it. Gone with the Mind's a good one. Dang, I, 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 saw that, I saw that on Twitter. I, I saw mine. I saw somebody did that instead. You could have taken credit for it. We would never have known. I like to be honest. If I'm stealing stuff, I'll let you know. What, do you have any more, Drew? Now, let's cut to a break. Okay. Let's thank our sponsors. And our first sponsor, of course, is Redneck Hunting Blinds. You know, you can buy your hunting license now. And why not for season 2020, buy yourself an amazing place to hunt. Redneck Hunting Blinds, located at 109 Shag Bark Lane in Belfont, 16823. Call Bill Thomas, 814-883-4426. Or email him at redfarkle, that's R-E-D-F-A-R-K-L-E, at verizon.net. That's Redneck Hunting Blinds. And also our big sponsor, our, our bonus sponsor, our anchor sponsor, whatever you want to call it. They're now on TV, by the way. Here's a message from Center Boot Company. If you work on your feet all day, a good pair of boots can make a big difference. Hi, this is Ann from Center Boot Company in Belfont. As our economy gets going again, we're excited to be open. Regular business hours, Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturday, 9 to 3. We carry a great selection of American-made work and Western boots. We also carry hikers, mocks, and more from all the brands you know and love. Stop by and see us located in front of the Match Factory and check out our new online store at centerbootco.com. Thanks, Ann. Thank you for being a sponsor on the show. Brett, you had your hand up. Yes, I do have my hand up uh, because I wanted to touch on the final topic that Drew didn't, for some reason, you guys didn't want to, to bring this up or we were going to skip over it. The, the final thing that you wanted to discuss that said, should schools be teaching more useful topics such as how to apply for loans, oh. study budget, learning how to do no, no, he just wanted to take a break halfway through the show. Oh, oh, oh okay. Done. No, he just wanted to take a break. 
All right. I thought we were moving on to the no, no, no. other discussion, but so this is perfect. And like I, I told you, and I mentioned him weeks ago anonymously, a guy I work with because the cat got out of the bag to some of the folks I work with. I don't go into work and say, Hey, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. But somehow the cat slipped out of the bag through social media. Uh, he saw it somewhere on Facebook, which I'm not on. And he started listening and he said he really liked the show. And, and I brought him up unanimously one time regarding student loans and going to college and how he and his wife both came out with massive amounts of debt. He, he, uh, he likes the show and he wants to, uh, the next time that we talk about this, he'd love to chime in. Uh, his name is Matt. Um, well, I call him the bearded princess, but uh, he, he'd love to chime in. He's a, he's a good guy. But yeah, I like this discussion. This is a good discussion because I think that's what post or I think that's what secondary education should be. Real life stuff. Real life. Well, uh, I think it would be great if they taught, especially how to do a checkbook in school. I think that should be the first math that you really know how to do is balance a checkbook. And this is going to sound really embarrassing, but Drew, I don't know if you're aware of this. The day I married your mom, uh, your grandmother handed my checkbook to your mom and went, he's your problem now. How is Jen, by the way? I, I wouldn't. How's your mom, Drew? She's good. I talked to her on the phone tonight. Did she ask about me at all? You know, that didn't come up in conversation, but next time I'll make sure I ask. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just so See, it's out there. They but, don't even know how to write their name. Sign. Sign their name, yeah. Have you seen my signature? Yeah, but I mean, like, they've never been taught. It's one thing to be, to be taught and just have a sloppy handwriting. They don't know how, and you're right, though. I mean, these kids are going through trigonometry and geometry and pre-calc and honors this and honors that, and then you hand them a check. They don't know how to fill it out. I'm going to be honest with you. I was taught that stuff, and I still never remember, so I always have to Google to make sure I'm doing it correctly. So I, I work in a very, very math driven industry. Everything is data and numbers and it's, it's very mathematical. And we don't use anything more than algebra. That's it. The simple, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally stuff. I mean, it's just simple, simple stuff. Uh, if you're taught algebra, I mean, it's not simple. It's not that cut and dry. You have to think about some things, but Calc, trig, none of that. And I mean, we're sending a piece of metal 20,000 feet under the Earth's surface and hitting the asshole of a mosquito with algebra, not chemistry, not trigonometry, simple algebra. And why do you have to be so mean to that mosquito that you would give him one in the backside? Like we could, we could be a real life Jurassic Park. We could drill 20,000 feet under the, the earth and we could nail that mosquito right in the ass and we could suck all the dino DNA out and we could make dinosaurs. We could. I, that's, a, that's a bad idea. I just watched it. I just watched uh, <laughs> The Lost World the other night again and poor Bryce Dallas Howard had to run around in that, uh, that skirt and uh, took off her shoes. And uh, skinny uh, Chris Pratt was uh, involved in that too. Uh, see, I don't. I tapped out. I tapped out on the uh, the Chris Pratt Jurassic Parks, like one and two. Then I was like, ah, okay. Like most sequels, I'm giving you two, right? Usually the second one sucks, but that's it. Like, how many Fast and Furious are we up to? Like seventy six Fast and Furious now. I think I think it's ten, but I could be wrong about that. 
Rocky is the exception. Rocky. That's whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. What about Austin Powers? I mean, the third one's the best. Yeah, okay. No. Austin Powers. I, no. Second one, Heather Graham, because she is one kinky chick. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I mean, love I'm that. Not, I'm not going to argue with that, but, like, as far as, like, humor goes, I'm going to say the third one. Well, uh, I also we'll go remember? back to the second one where my friend Elvis Costello's in the movie, too. Whichever one has Tom Arnold in the shitter. That's the first one. That's the first one. See, that's the best part of all the movies, is for me. Is that, oh, that's that's, that's not even the best part of the first movie. The Fembots are the best part of the movie. Oh, I don't. I just. <laughs> or, or, or when Austin drinks what he thought was coffee, and it's actually a stool sample. Yes. That's and a good part. Tastes, tastes a bit nutty. The fat bastard. The fat bastard character was very funny. All three of them. All three of them. Very. Oh funny. yes. I mean, that's just it. They're all funny. Yeah. And and by doing simple math, we've just figured out that three, two sequels in the original is three. So we understand basic math. So we could graduate from high school. But quite frankly, here's what you need to be taught. You need to understand how to haggle for a car. You need to understand how to come in low on a, on a real estate transaction. And you need to know how much to tip somebody for doing a good job and who to tip, by the way. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on the tip. Like we need to, you need to be, I, I hate if I'm out with somebody who's a bad tipper. I feel embarrassed. I don't like it. I am 20% minimum tip. Um, but the car thing, the car with the in, with the internet now, you can't haggle on cars because they know. Like you can say, you could be at Stalker Chevrolet in State College and say, well, I can go to Phillipsburg to Blaze Alexander Chevrolet and get this truck for or car or SUV for $2,000 cheaper. Well, they can look it up online and say, no, you're full of shit. Or, okay, well, you're right. Either go buy it there or we're going to sell it to you $2,050 cheaper. And actually, if you go to Blaze Alexander in Phillipsburg, tell them Steve Miller sent you when you make the deal, and then I get a check. Okay. Swear to God, that's the truth. Drew, tell them. I'm not making that up. That, that's true. He's not making it up. Well, I called, it's called a referral. They, they pay on their referrals. They sell Toyotas. I, I think the, the checking account, I mean, the good thing now is with my bank, I can do most of it online. You know, there are certain things that you write checks for, especially in my line of work. Um, you know, those checks don't get cashed like in a week. Sometimes it takes two or three weeks before they get all bundled and then, and then put in. And, you know, years ago when I was living hand to mouth, you kind of had to do the tread water dance on, you know, you're buying chipped ham and, and, and bologna and, and uh, American cheese and ketchup with white bread. That's what you're living on for your lunches and stuff. Yeah, but you still live on that. I haven't bought bologna in six months, Drew. I demand a retraction on that statement alone. All right, I take back the bologna comment, but you still get ham, cheese, white bread, and ketchup. Well, I get Italian bread, so see you're wrong on that one too. But there is nothing greater than a fresh bread, fresh white bread or fresh Italian bread, bologna, Oscar Mayer brand, uh, regular. 
American, American cheese and ketchup. That baby is a delightful sandwich. Whose dog is that dog? I'm sorry, I, I ignore it. Sorry. I have another comment. Going back sorry. to the buy one, get one free thing, I would say <laughs> two dogs out of the same litter as Rambo would be the worst buy one, get one. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Actually, actually. Oh, oh, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Was that Kelly? Yeah, I'm getting my allowance. She's bringing my allowance. Did Kelly, she, did why don't she... you do some jumping jacks? <laughs> it looks like he's doing crunches right now, the way he's sitting in that chair. You got to get rid of that background, Doug. You're making me sick. I can't. I've tried. I actually have tried to get rid of it. I don't know how I got it on there in the first place. Right again. Why don't you take your, your computer and go next door to your neighbor I think the man is professional. He could probably get rid of that. He's retired, and he's usually either – oh, no, I'll, I won't finish that comment. He's usually drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet he just had to do that inebriated. Oh, I'm sure he does. He's, he's a good guy. The, yeah. Big Daddy is always willing to help. That's probably not a bad idea. It, it would be maybe – although I think we're getting close to no more Zooms. I think we're about ready to go in person. Hello there. Yes, I see you looking down my shirt, Brett. Thanks. Yeah, you're awesome. uh, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Dyke, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for her. That's the first I've seen him in a couple <laughs> weeks. Thanks, Brett. Uh, Big Daddy, I, I'm allergic to him because every time I'm with him, I wake up with a headache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Anytime he invites me over, I have to find something to say I'm busy. Well, here's what you can do in the future when you go there for a visit, because now instead of beer, all the beer companies are marketing seltzer water. So maybe you could go visit and take seltzer water instead, and oh. then just have to go potty, number one, instead of oh. having a beer hangover. And I and I put as after the com after the comma I wrote WTF, and that means what the foolish notion is that. <laughs> What, what, what is wrong with just having beer? Blow the horn. <laughs> well, listen. I, I, what I'm about when Big Daddy showed up here on Sunday morning to fix the computer. What about it? Remember he brought a, two glasses of scotch, one for me. One for oh, yeah, on a Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning at 1030. Two oh, maybe he went to Saturday night at 5 o'clock. Kelly, were you looking at X-rated websites? No, he was fixing my computer. Yeah. Yeah. This has a this has a virus, Mrs. Dyke. <laughs> you got screen herpes, Mrs. Dyke. No, I didn't yeah. get screen herpes, Steve. There's, I sent such, a thing, though, such a thing, by the way. I'm glad you brought that up because I sent that to Drew and Ryan. There was this. Um, there was somebody took a handwritten note and taped it to the door of the uh, 12 pack shop that said, "This is the door." For the people who are afraid of beer and it was all of the uh all trulies and the nooners and the uh, the bud lights everybody's doing it why just drink beer have you guys had them yes they're awful they are sure that's lying about being beer the guy you love dave portnoy he promotes high noon I, for the money that they're paying, that High Noon is paying Dave Portnoy, I'd say I'd like the shit too. He doesn't like. <laughs> Do you think one really a day while he's in the swimming pool saying, "Oh, have a nooner, let's have a nooner." That's it. That's well, the only thing he 
time he drinks it. Drew, you talk about everybody having their price. For the right amount of money, I'd sit here in a Philadelphia Eagles jersey. I'm just saying. Yeah. And you know what I feel about sure, those. Brett will talk about having a nooner anytime you want him to. Kelly, we can have a nooner tomorrow if you want. <laughs> Told you. Get upstairs. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Love you. Hug kisses. Bye. You guys just Doug, Doug, we'll Doug, we'll understand if you want to check out now and go strike out upstairs. <laughs> yeah, but they strike out long good. distance. They are really good. This might be the reason why this is happening. Is there a wheat or a hops or a malt shortage somewhere in the, in the world? So they, gotta, they have all this water and they got to do something else with it? I think there's a masculinity shortage, I think, is what it is. Well, that's true because uh, I, uh, a, a great comedian, Rob Marr, uh, talks about how if you uh, if you drink a White Claw, you're 100 percent pure bitch. So uh, that's Drew's true. Reagan loves those there. things. And then, well, Drew buys them by the 12 pack. Oh my! Well, this is actually the sad part. So Sunday after work, I called the liquor store. And I just said, like, hey, do you guys have any high noon? And they're like, yeah, we have one of every flavor. So I'm like, perfect. I'll be there in 15 minutes. So I go pick up a case in each flavor. And by Tuesday night, I was down to, like, three. So Tuesday night, I go back, <laughs> pick some more up. And I didn't notice this, but it was the same guy working at Sunday. And he says to me, didn't you just get a bunch of these on Sunday? And I was like, like, yeah, the, they were just that tasty. They're really good. Did you recognize me? Oh. So did he card you again or did he let you slide because he knew you already? He actually, I had it ready to go. He's like, I don't need to see it. So. That's what she did said. Did it start to give you, like after you drank a few of these, did it start to give you an urge to like put on a bikini? <laughs> You sit down to pee now, or is that why you bought those Daisy Dukes that are downstairs? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you brought that up, Steve. I'm so glad. Okay, first off, high noon is delicious, along with seltzers. And don't even touch the subject of jorts. Jorts are awesome. I would rather, <laughs> if given the option of wearing jorts with torn up holes in them already that if, if i had the option of that or eating a raw cheeseburger from a cow that had ebola i would eat that raw cheeseburger even from the cow the cow that had that made the milk for the cheese that had ebola and the cow that the meat came from had ebola i would do that before i would ever wear jorts never never jorts hashtag what not to wear 2020 jorts Get a hold of yourself, Miller. I'm over it. I'm done. Ring the bell. Brett, Brett, why does your wife hide behind you when we're doing the show? I'm reading what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. Uh, I, I just think that seltzer is something you put in with your mix. That's a mixer, Drew. I mean, I remember one night I was, it was in a land far away from here called uh, Cuba Lake. And I may have had to uh, use Zima as the mixer for vodka. It did, did not end well, and I can I can assure you that I left a lot of my insides on, in the backyard of that. Uh, I, the last time, the last time I was at the uh, Grange Fair, I think I got drunk on Zima. I was about fifteen. Yeah, well, I, I think these.
these may have been 15 years old that we found to use as a mixer. They came back. They came back. I know. No, we ran, no, we'd run out of tonic water that night, so we, we had to find something to mix with it. It's still making Zima up, though, Steve, because apparently my my oldest brother-in-law was conceived on Zima, and my mother-in-law is staying with us tonight. They uh, Kimbo got into the Zima, and <laughs> months later came Brad. Wow, that's you know we could can we get her on on screen and have her talk about that experience? No, it's not one of her finer moments. She is <laughs> okay. Hey, so I, we love Brad. So, we love him. So the Ohio State story just goes with the, you know, mom had her moments. Now daughter's had her moments. <laughs> Drew, I want you to look 5911 because Doug's going to start talking about something. Oh, I just 59. made a comment. Jeez. <sighs> so, so, you know, um, that's like three strikes tonight. So as you know, uh, that that uh, that uh, leech John Krasinski started his podcast the same week we started ours, and and he sold out for big money to CBS. And now we have a new challenger coming up against us. And I believe this goes back to Drew. Is it episode three or episode four? The Curse of the Kardashians. Because that was the last live. That was the last live show. Kim Kardashian West has signed an exclusive deal with Spotify to do a podcast. And I think this is in retaliation against us for what we talked about, how horrible those women are in that family. And I say, bring it on, lady, because I'm ready to put you in your place once and for all. Yeah, so um, I really, the way I feel about Kim Kardashian, anyway, the whole family I feel like if we knew somebody at, at E Network, yes. I, and we got on TV, just if we went over and hung out at each other's house, yeah, we would have higher ratings than the Kardashians. I, I don't know, but I just feel like it's, it's ridiculous nonsense. I can't, I can't get into it at all. I, you understand, you understand what we need to do. We need to get a hold of Ryan Seacrest. And I, and I think Ryan Dyke is our man to do this. Uh, he can establish a relationship with Seacrest, and it can be Seacrest Dyke out. And then we can have an executive producer that's going to talk to Kelly Ripa Monday through Friday. And then, boom, we're on the E! channel, just like the Kardashians. And think of the, think of the fun if we have an hour every Sunday night on the E! channel. We would be awesome. Well, I think we would be awesome because I have self-confidence and that's all you need. Um, but Ryan's probably, are we saying Ryan because they share the same first name? What? Why are we going with Ryan? Well, because he's not afraid to go to New York City. I, I don't want to go there ever again. Oh, I'll go. But it's an ordeal. Ryan is charming. He's more charming than me. I think he has the, I think he has the right look that he can get backstage at live with Kelly and, and Ryan and, and, and get in there. He can use some stray hand move or some, you know, douchebag haircut move or something like that to get in. And then next, you know, Seacrest and Ryan are, are, uh, are the executive producers that cut the BS. Who's Ryan? Ryan Seacrest. No, the other Ryan. Well, we're going to hire somebody to be named Ryan and then we'll go from there. Ryan. There you go. He's, yeah, he's we, our can't, we can't send that last name into New York City. We can't. He's going to hype to me. 
He's going to hyphenate. They love us in New York City. They don't love your last name. Like, I can't yell at you across the street, guys. Stop saying they, all right? 102.30, Drew. They. This is just going on the paid version. <laughs> I'm not going to edit anything else. I can't yell your last name across the street. People will get right. away. And, and they all went to Lock Haven, too. Stop it. Just stop it. Uh, a, new, a new study says you have to be careful when you flush the toilet. Doug, this is for you. Because uh, the coronavirus could spread in spray from your toilet. Ooh. So does that mean you close the – I guess you need to close the lid before you flush. You, you're the one that just made the deposit. Yeah. So who cares if it comes back and smacks you in the ass? Well, no, it, no, no. The water, the water. If it, if there's corona in your bowels, the water from the toilet can spray up, and then it's in the air, and then it gets in your eyes, and then your patient zero. I need to know how uh, how terrible you guys' bowel movements are. That like it's not a that. I don't feel like it's that frequent of a thing that you should go in there and just have an explosion <laughs> and things should be splashing around. Like I, I think you, if that's the case, you probably ought to work on it. You've had body. Drew to your house. How the hell do you not know this? First off, I've never plugged up Brett's toilet. I've only oh, ever no. Done, I've only ever done yours. You're in double <laughs> digits at my house. First of all, he one during all, my, the school day. All, I let the kid go home during school, and he clogs my toilet. My my son has a condition. You should be nicer to him. And then he makes the terrible mistake of stopping and bringing raw fish home and eating it before bedtime. And then he wonders why he feels awful the next day, on top of the the girly drinks that he's been washing in his gullet too. Lunar. Those are actually gluten-free, so they don't bother my stomach. You have such a nice wife, Brett. She just brought you a drink. I've been married 20 – how many years have I been married? 26 years. Most people get parole by now, Doug. 26. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 26. You forgot about it. 26, yeah. I was sitting here this morning working on a spreadsheet for work, um, and she brought me breakfast. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't – I didn't ask for it. I didn't even like smell it. Like normally I'm sitting here. I was just so indulged in my spreadsheet because you know, I don't, well, maybe you guys don't, but boy, do I love a good spreadsheet. So I'm sitting here typing away in Excel like a nerd and she just brings me in breakfast and I'm like, wow, my goodness. And let's review why she would do that. Brett, who's staying at your house tonight overnight? Well, my mother-in-law's staying here tonight, but that there you go. So she buttered you up so you'd be nice to her mom when she's there for the. She's done that to me more than than Kim staying here. If Kim doesn't come over, and I'm I'm making it sound like it's an awful thing. It's not that terrible. It really isn't. But well, of course not. No, no mother-in-law is ever that horrible. I just prefer I just prefer to be left alone. Like that's I I think we've talked about this before too. But I live right on the main street through town. Um, and I swear people just drive up and down here until they see Brett sitting out on the porch. And it's just like, okay, he's out. Let's stop. I don't know if they're looking for an excuse to have a beer because they know I'll always have one with them. <laughs> or if it's just like uh, um, my life is that pitiful that I've got to go hang out with Brett. 
I don't know, I don't get it, but I just like, I, the only thing I like about this damn house is my front porch. And when I sit out there, like people will drive by and like lock up the brakes. Oh my God, Brett's out. Let's pull in and have a drink. Well, you see know, people, people drive by our house and we stare at them because there's land for sale down at the end of the road now. And we don't want any neighbors. Well, Brett, you know what you should do then? Start stocking your fridge with seltzers and maybe they won't come around for any drinks. Well, you're right. I, I keep a special drawer when people that I don't want to come over stop by. I have a special drawer of like natural lights from 2012. Like, Ooh, there you go. Here, have this. That's sorry, buddy. It's all I got left. You know? <laughs> nothing says happiness like a skunky beer. Yeah. You're drinking Miller Lite. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm out. This is my last one. How how what uh what arm will you put your uh armband on because 7-Eleven has canceled free Slurpee Day for the first time ever? I never knew they gave a free Slurpee. Well, that's because we don't live anywhere near a 7-Eleven and that's why it sucks. Although uh I see somebody drinking out of a big a double gulp uh during the show tonight. Yeah, you must go to 7-Eleven periodically. I got two big gulps from you, or double gulps. That's, they, they came from Pittsburgh. That's where I got them. Yeah. So they have those in Pittsburgh? Yeah, they have, they have 7-Elevens in Pittsburgh. And also now at the Sunoco's, uh, they're, uh, they've merged with 7-Eleven on the Turnpike, so you can get your uh, double gulp glasses there as well. Well, that's good to know. Huh. Who was your, or who is your favorite pro wrestler of all time? I came up late 90s, early 2000s as a kid, so I'm going Stone Cold Steve Austin all the way. Drew? Budweiser beer sucks. Budweiser beer sucks. I don't like it, but that was his staple. Um, but that that was kind of – because he was the bad boy, didn't conform, uh, did his own thing, the lone wolf, and, and that's what people look up to. And that's how you roll? That, that's how you're supposed to finish that off. That's how I roll, yeah. And that's and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Drew, I, I believe Santa Claus brought you tickets one year to pro wrestling at the Bryce Jordan Center, and Daddy got to take you. Yeah, so I started watching WWE when it was like John Cena, Randy Orton, which I believe those two are actually still in it. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I don't watch it anymore, but – like Matt Hardy, Rey Mysterio, I liked all those guys. But out of all of them, I'd probably say Matt – or not Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy was probably my favorite. Matt Hardy is the shitty clothing line with all the sequins on the back pockets. That's Ed Hardy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Doug, did you ever get into uh, pro wrestling? Oh, a little bit. I was, I, I always liked – and before he got super famous was the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan. Oh, before he had a adult film released. Yeah, like back in the heyday. I mean, we're talking Andre the Giant and uh, Undertaker. Oh, you no, before. Undertaker came after that. Yeah, but when Hulk first came out, Randy, Randy, Macho Man, Savage, and all of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. What are you gonna do when Hulkamaniacs come for you? These 19 yeah. pythons come for you. He's not going to want me to speak for him, but the one person who's not here tonight, Brian, uh, he probably would say 
The Rock. I knew that you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say Ryan would say The Rock. Ryan. He's a shitty actor. He was a shittier wrestler. Well, he was. He was. He was meant for wrestling, and then he decided to get into acting. You know. You know. He's bringing down ninety-five million a year. I don't care. He sucks. He's not good. I don't like it. We're together. We're not making ninety-five thousand off this podcast. So maybe we should figure out how we can move our eyebrows just in the right way. I know, so, but I. I just I a little bit more than his eyebrows. That's all I'm saying. I. I think you can smell I, right now what I was cooking an hour ago. Because him and Stone Cold, like, it's, he's not moving more than his eyebrows because I've seen him in a Speedo. There's not a whole lot more to move. You remember the guy that was famous? He married a woman originally from Unionville, Lex. Lex, Lex Luger. Luger. Yeah, Luger. he married a hall girl from Unionville. Yeah. Huh. He, he, was in, he was in WCW on Turner, on Turner uh, TBS. TNT. Right. on TNT and uh, – Hulk was with him like that. Hulk went to WCW. Yes, he had he had his outs with. Uh, he became Hollywood Hulk Hogan, and um, this goes back to the Last Dance when Dennis Rodman left the team the night after a finals game and went and did a live thing on WCW Wrestling with Hollywood Hulk Hogan in a tag team match. Oh, that's right. I remember that part of that movie, but. Uh, Going back to last week when we talked about fake celebrities, would Brett, would you say The Rock is a fake celebrity? No, I'd, I'd say he's a very big celebrity. And, I mean, I'm picking on him, but I would do what he's doing for $95 bucks. I would. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like Dad said, he made a lot of money. He's making a lot of money. I would wear a Speedo around, and I would raise my eyebrows. And, uh, yeah. I would raise my eyebrows and I would take your $95 million a year and I'd laugh all the way to the bank. Well, you mentioned how many, um, uh, you know, Fast and Furious had there been, well, you know, I, I didn't even realize until like this last one that The Rock was even in those. I, I, I had no idea. I thought it was Vin Diesel and, and that dead know. guy, Paul Walker. He died back in like, uh, what, like Fast and Furious 92 or something, he died? He died when I was in my senior year of high school. So it was probably Fast and the Furious 67. <laughs> yeah. I remember working one night when I worked at a Quaker Steak and Lube. Uh, they showed that all over the TVs, like when he crashed his car. And then they hired his brother to be a uh, stand-in because they had some stuff already film for the next movie. Mm -hmm. huh. yeah, he, was in, he was in the middle of Fast and Furious 68 when uh, they had to bring in his brother. Yeah, you're right. Yes. And his name was Neil Walker, and he used to play second base for the Pirates. And then he went to the Mets. And the Yankees. But that's a different story for a different day. Hey, are you ever nervous about going to a local strip club and uh, having something awkward happen to you while you're there? I... No, I'm not. What, 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 do you mean by what, what do you mean by yeah, Well, by let's just say you're, you're there near the pole and some young lady looks down and goes, hi, Mr. Miller, how's Sarah doing? You know, like that. You know, are you worried about something like that ever happening to you? Could I, could I ask how Sarah's doing just from your home? You That's could, 
as long as and I would hope that you're not on a poll because I had a delicious burger tonight for dinner and I do not want to bring that up no, in the office. You want to see it. You would you do. You're sitting there, you're lying to yourself. You're not lying to me, you're lying to yourself. Um so, I've never wondered that before. More so I don't go to local strip clubs. I have I've gone once. I went my my 19th birthday actually. Usually people go on their 18th. But I was actually talking with someone. It's funny you brought this up. I was talking with someone. They're telling me how their son just turned 18. And, you know, that's the thing to do. Go to a strip club. And apparently the kid called his mom the next day to tell him or tell her she went, he went to the strip club. I'm like, why would you ever tell your mother you went to there? Like that wouldn't, that's not my first thought. Like, oh, I better call my mom and let her know this is where I went. Did you, by any chance, Drew, uh, did you tell your mother that you went to the strip club and were beaten within an inch of your life by those whores out in the Poconos? I can't call them that. Oh, it's okay. Steve said it. If I had it's said in the Bible. Damn time. Whore, whore is in the Bible, buddy. That'll so, get me in more trouble by saying the Bible, just for the record. Um, to answer your question, though, no, I did not call my mom. To tell her that. I'll tell you what, that was one of the funniest times ever. They come in the door here at the house. Kelly and I are at the island. He starts telling the story and, I mean, just laugh. Even Kelly's just like, you know, thank God I didn't go in because, of course, I was driving them around some and they're like, come on in with us. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> you know there'd be pictures of me up on the stage probably getting beat up and everything. I would, I would actually pay I, I would give them one of my credit cards that has zero balance on it and just say, max it out. Just do whatever you have to to him. Oh, I know you would, Steve. Including, including a horse whip. That would be the most important thing. Just Ooh. beat him with a horse whip. Yeah, that was one of the best. So, Brett, you used to you live within five miles of uh, – used to be a notorious uh, strip club. Hey, did you ever go in there and worry that you're going to see your cousin? Um. I've been in there twice. Yeah, twice. Um, not since my cousin was married. The My cousin Ian was married the first time, which was probably, I wasn't 21 yet. That's the last time I've been in there. So I, it's probably been 16 years since I've been in there. It's closed, isn't it? I don't think. I don't know, Doug. Is it? I don't know. Like I drive by there when I take food up to the Pine Glen Fire Hall. So that thing's still open. Yeah. Like yeah I they, go, make, I, they have a great Tuesday buffet. Oh, my God. But At lunchtime. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I will say that Club That's Risque in Philly, right off of I-95, uh, just north of Philadelphia, Club Risque, they have a yeah. free lunch buffet, no cover, $2 Budweiser's. At least when I lived in Philly, that was our – we we said – we would tell our boss, I was a, I was a recruiter in the army. Hi, <laughs> <All right>, kids. <laughs> we would tell our boss that we're, we had a uh, team camaraderie, like payday activities every day on every first and the 15th on payday, we would go and we would tell our boss like, Hey, we're going out for a team building exercise. And he was fine with it. And we'd go to club risque for a free lunch buffet, no cover charge, $2 Budweiser's. Well, I was just going to say when things are really gone, sports and stuff, 
the sports stations in Miami and Philly that I listen to, they're the biggest sponsors. Ticket after the game, you'll, you know, free cover charge. You know, I'm just like, so you've been to some of those places that does have the buffets and the food's not bad. It's not terrible. No, it's, it's really not terrible. Uh, I don't know if maybe they knew that us army guys got paid on the first and 15th. So they had a decent, uh, buffet spread set out for us when we'd come in but because there was quite a few of us uh but i was actually at a, a conference for work and there was like uh, down in west virginia oh boy <laughs> and um there was like 500 you know clearly you what you you drove by this parking lot and clearly these are all oil and gas guys um and one of these local gentlemen's clubs pulled in there, put a flyer on every single one of those trucks. They had to make a killing. And that is how America works. Yeah, free advertising. Of course. And so, and <laughs> I'm so that, baby. <laughs> from the ridiculous to the normal, if each one of you could land one TV job, what would you pick? I'm gonna I'm gonna go last. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was thinking well, about this at work today actually. And I couldn't decide between two two TV shows. And I think actually they were our two finalists for when we did that bracket. I couldn't decide between Family Guy or a spot on the office. Oh, okay. I I'm I'm way offline. I was thinking like nonfiction shows. That's what I was going with. Well, you could go with that too. I mean, one of the great things about it, if you're going to voice somebody on on Family Guy, people aren't going to recognize you unless you really do your character voice. You know, so you could make a lot of money but still live in in relative obscurity, which would be great. You're right. Mm, come here, Jesse. I was. <laughs> Just wondering when that paper boy is going to bring me some good news. You guys are awful. Well, but, you know, the problem with Seth MacFarlane is Brian is his own voice. So yeah, Brian is his voice. So how long, how long do you think until there is a riot over Seth MacFarlane, Steve? Uh, well, he's on, he plays for the other team. So I think he's still safe for a while. Well, but I mean, he, he, he flirts with that line, though. Absolutely, he, he, he is on the edge. But quite frankly, I'm sure Seth is probably worth 150 million, and if he walked away from, from, you know, Family Guy tomorrow, it's still going to be on Cartoon Network, and it's still going to be on Fox, and it's still going. The residuals are where you make all your money, and he's the producer, and he's the director, and he's the writer, so he's got. He's paying himself six different ways for each of those shows. But, I mean, just think if you're the voice of Homer Simpson, you've been on TV over 30 years. And they're making, I think they're making 350000 an episode. Oh, boy. Wow. To do a voice. Per, per episode voice. or per character? Uh, well, I think each one, like Dan Castellaneta is doing, he does three or four. Hank Azaria does three or four. He doesn't do as many as before because Hank uh, Azaria, is he the one that's married to the hot chick from the couple shows in the 90s there? Um, no, 
they they were married and they lived together for 10 years everything was great they got married and they were divorced within a year oh okay but the, so that is him he's just yeah. not I helen hunt helen hunt yes sorry okay so yeah. that, that guy he was on the show he was the dog walker or whatever right yes okay sorry i can't remember what the show was called i know yeah, you but i mean just think about this you do a voice I mean, tell me in your mind right now, do you even remember what Mel Blanc looks like? He's a little bald guy, wasn't he? Yeah, but I mean, okay, that's that's the best you can do to describe him, right? Elmer, he's like Elmer Fudd. He, he did every voice for Looney Tunes for 35 years or 40 years. He was the only voice that did all those characters. Wow. And he, did, and he did Barney. They're bringing it back. It's all going to be different, but I don't think how they – I'm not even talking about all the controversial stuff, but I just don't see how they can, they can read. They have enough. There's enough episodes that of people from, and there's enough people that haven't seen that, that I don't think you need to remake it. I think you just need to get a contract and re air it. I mean, that, that's, I mean, when's the last time you saw Looney Tunes on public TV or, or mainstream TV? I, I can't tell you the last time it was on. I know the State Theater during uh, December, they do uh, a morning of uh, those Looney Tunes on Saturday mornings during December up at the State Theater. They do like an hour or something like that. And it's Bugs Bunny and, and uh, Yosemite Sam and the Roadrunner and all that stuff and Porky Pig. But th that was Saturday morning. That was your Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. That's that's another thing of nostalgia that the kids, my kids, they don't get it because it's now it's around the clock. It's streaming, it's Disney channel, it's Nickelodeon. It's just, there's constant stimulation. Doug, yeah. what would, what, what show would you, uh, what would you want to do in TV? I'd be the play-by-play uh, -play announcer for uh, Saturday night uh, college football. Chris Fowler would be, and I'd also do game day. You, you understand that you couldn't eat or drink during the show or go to the bathroom, leave the broadcast booth to go to the bathroom. They do, though. They eat on that show. They have, like, a local uh, whatever bring in food every week. Listen, I no, would – Not while they're doing the play-by-play. -play. Oh, no, not during the game, but – I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, – being a broadcast partner of Doug Dykes for over the last what, eight years – uh, Doug has had more than one French fry during uh, a live broadcast on the internet. Hey, they could catheterize me. I'd be all right. I think uh, back in the old, in the good old days of Monday Night Football, I think uh, Dandy Don Merrith actually threw up on the air, or Cosell did, one or the other. They were that drunk. Oh, I've heard. Yeah, those stories. Yes. And I believe I believe our cousin Dennis Miller actually urinated in a thermos because he had to go during a game. Yeah, there, no, there is an art. I've read stories about that. Yeah, it, but I think I could teach myself to be able to handle that. We just limit the amount of uh, liquid in before, during the uh, two little sips. Right. That's and then just, you make sure you make a run for it uh, at halftime, like Joe Theismann, or else you have to take that, that prostate pill that he was pushing for uh, years. I mean, college game day is awesome. I mean, it just, is awesome. It's it's, I don't know, it's like that cool morning, but warm afternoon. It's the smell of the air is 
beautiful. It's college. Yeah, it, there is something that's just, I, it's amazing. Like Doug, maybe with that, with what Brad just said, that there, maybe you could replace Lee Corso. Hey, just tell me where and when, baby. The only and, thing, the only gripe I have about that show is, I'll be honest with you, I think they should go to more places instead of going to the same places every year. Like, when they, where'd they go this year? Washington State for the first time ever. You know, and then they did uh, North Dakota State or, you know, like. I think, though, I think it would have been it, now with hindsight because they've never been to Minnesota. For that Minnesota-Penn State game when they were both top ten, that was a top ten matchup, they probably should have gone there. Where did they end up going that week that Minnesota beat Penn State? Oh, it was somewhere they go all the time. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I thought that probably would have been a good get for them. And, and not even – I'm not, not even – Probably in SEC, if I had to guess, or Oklahoma. It was probably Alabama, you know. Anyway, that's what I would do. I mean, oh, my gosh. They Major League Baseball this year and everything. I just need college football. Yeah, Major League Baseball, it sounds like it's it could – at this point, it could not happen, period. I mean, they've got to get it together in pretty short order or it's not going to happen. And now they're literally arguing over five games. Yeah. Well, if I had my pick uh, and I offered my services back in the WHVL days, I wanted to have Smile and Steve's hot tub party and uh, (laughs) have late night movies on Friday nights. And it would be cheesy movies, and you would sell advertising to, uh, you know, like Sharkies, you know, where you can buy beer and play pool at the same time. Like, like, the, like uh, so you're saying like the old FX, like dinner and movie sort of thing. Yeah, but, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. But you know, there's there there I am, you know, fat guy in a hot tub, and then uh, I get out of the pool, fat and I have a very a very nice uh, a nice robe flowing, of course. Guys, you know, maybe silk one week. Another time, Terry Cloth, you know, something like that. Something to show off my uh, immenseness. I think that would be pretty cool. Put Steve, in a just, nice, oh, go ahead. put Steve in a nice 42 jacket and just be like, bad guy in a little coat. Hey. <laughs> uh, also, I looked up the game day, and it looks like, Doug, you were right. They went to Tuscaloosa, Alabama for LSU and Alabama. Oh, yeah. why would they pick that game? Well, no, that, but- that is a big game, but still, like, never going to Minnesota and having Minnesota in the top ten or – what they weren't. I don't think they were in the top ten yet, but they were pretty damn close. And never being there, big-time matchup. Minnesota fan base was cranked up. Um, I think that would have been a, a better choice. I, I think I'll, they were – I'll tell of- you why they went there. They went there because what, what conference do both those teams play in? SEC. And what channel do, do they play that game on every Saturday? Who carries that game? ESPN. No, CBS has a contract for the oh. SEC. Yeah, but is that now or is this the last year? I was just going to say to you, that's coming up and they didn't get it. So, like, what's CBS going to do now? Well, I think they'll do what they, they will. Everybody falls back to professional bowling and bull riding. Yeah. Usually the same guy. You have to wear you have to wear your bowling shoes on the bowl and you have to wear a cowboy hat and spurs to, to bowl. And they'll destroy the lanes and probably get thumped by a bowl. Just saying. 
I got on a horse one time though in my army boots and it didn't work out too good for me. So I, I would rather have worn bowling shoes. Brett, what, what, what show do you want to be on as we wrap up this episode? Um, I, I guess kind of maybe after all these episodes, it's a no brainer, but I would like to be Matt Vaskurgeon. I don't know who that is. Oh my God. Go, go. Say, do you know who that is? You guys? He does Sunday night baseball with Jess Mendoza and Alex Rodriguez. He's the voice of he's he's the the voice of MLB Network. He is the voice of MLB the Show. Uh, he's just he's got a good voice. I I don't know his background. I don't know if he's a good uh, baseball guy or not. I I don't know if he he came up through didn't quite make it. I I don't know the backstory there, but he's got a great voice. He was doing somebody's games. That's how he got – like he was doing a team's games. Milwaukee maybe? No, that's been uh, uh, Bob Euchler forever. Oh, he got, yeah, not – Euchler's only on the radio, right? Well, you're a better typer. See who Matt Vaskurgeon. I I, uh, I watch the Discovery Channel on Sunday nights. So, or, oh, did or, you guys uh, see the MLB show? With, or – or bargain front beach. Uh, bargain I don't like. I don't like Jess Mendoza on Sunday Night Baseball. I would like, especially when she's saying like what to expect, what the hitter should expect. Like bullshit. You, Jess Mendoza, get in there, and if you can hit a ball, a fastball off of Aroldis Chapman, then then I'll take your color commentary to heart. But in the meantime, go to hell. I, I don't care. <laughs> Boom. And, yeah. and again, that, again that, he's going to get away with that, but I what, what did you? What does Steve Austin say at the end of this, Brent, at the end of when he's done? And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Except in this case, that's the bottom line, because that's what Brett said so. That's right. Yeah. That's going right. to do it for episode 13, folks. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Ouroboros, for the music. Doug, Brett. Drew, thanks for everything. Uh, we'll be back next week with another show. Maybe we'll all get taffy from the beach. Maybe some of us are going to T-shirt. Or maybe he'll be eaten by a shark. You'll have to tune in and find out. So, Ryan, have fun. Use plenty of sunscreen. And hashtag find a life partner. That's it for Cut to BS. We'll see you next week.